Welcome to the Granny Boys Plus One Podcast, episode 11. We are, um, we, we've been doing our thing. We just over 10 episodes and we're ready to go. So we got Jasmine, my beautiful sister. She on the, on the mic. Let's go. How you feeling? Hey, hey, sis? hey, hey. Everything's going lovely. That's good. It's, it's good, good to have you back. You know, you know, I love to hear your voice. I told you that earlier and I appreciate you making the time for us. Al, Pete, what's happening, homie? All is well, man. All is well. How y'all doing? Gravy, gravy. Brian Gant. Aloha, aloha. <laughs> so we all, we all here. We missing Adrian and we missing Jermaine, but we gonna. I'm quite sure they'll probably come in eventually. Um, we got, we got another, uh, another podcast for everybody. So, how everybody feeling? It's it's Sunday. I think the Jaguars lost. Anybody get an update on that? Why would we? Yeah, win? they lost by three, three points. Yeah, three thirty-three. Yeah, wow, they, they they tried. They tried. Well, we got a victory last week, so it's not it's not as bad. But you know, we didn't win. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it looked good, man. I mean, I I think the two main things that was a problem was uh, Lambo missed the field goal. Um, no, he never misses field goals. I know that was very shocking, but I mean, he'll make it up to all of us, man. You know, you know, Lambo was one of our shots, so uh, Lambo um, missed one, and then we got a penalty on, in the fourth. It was it, the refs, the refs, yeah, defensive, uh, you know. Uh, uh, so it was they, a bogus, it was a bogus, it was a bogus penalty, based on what you're saying. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. So they gave him the game, like they gave him the game when we was playing uh, New, New England. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, it's a new, it's a, I mean, it, it looked like it's a fairly new team. I'm still trying to do my research on it and see um, the newbies and stuff like that. But I mean, Minshew doing what he's supposed to do as a quarterback. You know, I still feel like the, the old line suck, but. <laughs> ain't that ain't that yeah. new for the Jaguars? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like well, we, I feel like the only person Jacksonville yells out that we need an offensive line, but nobody hears me. So. Mm, <laughs> your your uncle your uncle hears you. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, uncle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm preaching I, right I along do. with you. <laughs> they do need an old line, though, man. They, in, in the worst way. Um. Oh, shoot, I forgot what I was about to say. God dang it. Um, dang it, man. Well, we do know that Florida State didn't play, so they couldn't lose, Jazz. Watch your face. Watch your face. <laughs> you swamp food. You swamp food um, eater. You watch your face, okay? My Gators play this weekend coming, so we'll be finally getting into this thing. What, how you feel about that, Ron? I mean, I'm ready. So, you know, it's pretty much nothing but conference games, so it should really, really be exciting. Um, and um, Al, who you follow as far as, as far as college is concerned? Uh, I don't really have nobody in particular I follow. Of course, being the fact that the family that we come from, I mean, majority of it is, is the Gators. So, of course, I'm, I feel like I'm a uh, allegiance to that. But I don't really, I don't really follow too many people in college. I just, I just actually watch it. So, so I'm the only person who has sense in this family to, <laughs> to take leadership and be my own. Per- you know, this all right. 
Everybody asks me, they be like, uh, you know, when they ask me that, I tell them, I'm like, man, you know, majority, you know, for the majority of the fact, I come from a, 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 a Gator family, so. <laughs> I mean, it might be one or two people. Like, it was funny when Jermaine kind of popped in and was like this Ohio State fan. I was just like, okay, like, that's pretty, pretty interesting. It's cra- <laughs> you know what? It's crazy. Uh, we was, we was little. For whatever reason, Jermaine took the Ohio State. I, I still, to this day, I don't understand it. But he was a big Eddie George fan. And ever, ever since then, he, he's been Ohio State. Oh, I thought it was a, a fascination with the helmets. No, it was he was an Eddie George fan. And he was <laughs> you <judge your> true. <laughs> but but that's what it was. He 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 liked Eddie George and yeah, that was that was that was pretty much it. it it's it's crazy because I I remember um Auntie uh Auntie Mayola stayed she stayed in Gainesville for a while, but y'all know I I, I grew up with Auntie Kemma and Uncle Jerome, so they was Gator, so I was I was a Gator. Huh. But but at the same time, I I knew, but I I wanted to be, I wanted to be, I, I like the, the underdog, so I'm a Gator fan. So it is what it is. So we got a Florida State fan and my sister, we got two Gators in, in Jerron and in me, and then we got Al. He just kind of a pseudo. Gator fan because that's he don't know any better. <laughs> well, let me let me plug and say this though I am a hundred thousand first percent HBCUs. Um, football first and foremost, but we all know that that conversation for another day. But yes, I do love my Florida State, but I am team HBCU first. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got we got to get my nephew pockets onto the Florida Gator staff. I don't like him cheering for losers. Can we move so, to the next um, man? Before I have to get unpleasant on this great Sunday that the Lord has made. <laughs> so, with that being said, we got uh, uh Adrian. Adrian is a Gator fan as well, and then my brother Jermaine is a uh, he's Ohio State Buckeye. Just like just like uh, we were talking about earlier. All right, so let's get into it, man. Um, I think the, the, the thing that we're going to really dive into is black mental health. But we got some other things going on as well. Um, we got, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm driving through this uh, monsoon right now, so we'll see how this is going to work out. But, uh, but anyway, let's go. So uh, first of all, we got the, the NBA playoffs. Jazz, are you a, uh, a Miami Heat fan? No, that's going to be a strong, strong no on that. Anybody been, has anybody been paying attention to the playoffs? I, I think at one point in time, Al was a Lakers fan because he liked Kobe Bryant. Am I right or am I wrong? No, you're right. I've been, I mean, I've been a Lakers fan since Magic. So, uh, I, yeah, I've been, I've been rocking with, with the Lakers forever. And then, of course, when Kobe came over there, and um, I definitely love what uh, – you know, I mean, I like LeBron as a player, but I do like how he just came into the organization and and you know show show leadership. So I like that man. So I'm 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 Laker all day. I've been Lakers since I was young. What about you, Jerron? Because I mean, Al is a Laker fan, but at the same time, like, I mean, we when we when we were coming up, the Lakers was good, but not really good. 
So I, what are you talking about? Yes, they, they were. They were the team. They were the team to beat when we were growing. Grow, well, yeah. it depends on, well, well, it, it depends on what about. year. Because, you know, they being old is on the way. So what year are we talking about? <laughs> you talking about the 80s, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, if you're talking about the 80s, then, yeah, the it was the Lakers um, crossing over to the 90s. Of course, uh, the, the Bulls ran that decade. Uh, but the Lakers was was pretty solid. I mean, but the Lakers were a team to beat between them, uh, Detroit Pistons. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, it was some other good teams here and there. My secondary team is uh, Orlando Magic, only because you know. I was just about to say Orlando used to uh, bring the, bring the fire for the uh, state. Penny yeah. Hardaway, the shoes. I remember those. Yeah. Love my pennies. Love my opinion. But you know, it's crazy. It's kind of funny to hear Al talk sports because I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't really know Al knew much about sports because he, he was into some other things. So go ahead and, and talk, talk, talk that talk, Al. What, so, so what, what you think about the playoffs so far? Man, <laughs> it's just so funny how it's so funny how, uh, because, I mean, because I think the main thing when it comes to the playoffs, it was the Trailblazers that was like, everybody was like, watch out for the Trailblazers and then watch out for, I mean, Orlando was in that, in that, in that talk too. Um, of course, the Nuggets are now in the talks. I mean, the Heat, the Heat look good, but I don't think people really paying too much to the Heat. I just think the teams that people were like really amped on this, this playoffs, of course, they're out. But Trailblazers, um, and the Trailblazers and 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 um the Magic, they were the two that were everybody was like, wow, they in the playoffs and like, you know, da da da. But then you got like the the L.A. Clippers, the L.A. Clippers. Everybody was expecting them to do something, but I mean, look what look where they at. Look them and uh Houston Rockets. So, um, I don't really pay too much uh, to to the Eastern side of things. I'm more so on the West side. So, uh. Yeah, but I mean the Lakers is doing what they're doing, man. They look good out there, man. I mean they they out there running it, and and it's because of LeBron. LeBron makes them, you know, better players. I'm glad you made that statement. Like, can we uh <laughs> chime in on that? What's y'all opinion? Like, is basketball better on the West Coast than it is the East Coast? I've always felt that way. For sure, for sure. I mean, it's well. I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. I think it's just more competitive on the East Coast. So, yeah. so when you look, when really? you look at it, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's more competitive because you got you got you got from the top to bottom. You got what Milwaukee, you got Miami, you got um, let's see Miami, well, Milwaukee, you got Toronto. So I think they beat each other up to get to the playoffs, and then you know, and then. You, you you never know how how this thing's supposed to work with the with the bubble thing, so I think that take I think that's a big deal. What do you think, Ron? What you think, Ronzo? I think it's wherever whoever whatever uh, whatever the, like the superstars playing because they always every other year they're going somewhere else. So that's that's a big factor these days. It's not to me like you know back in the nineties or whatever when. So know, let me ask y'all this: Do you do do y'all think that? If it was a regular, regular, uh, a regular deal, right? And you had it wasn't in the bubble. 
do y'all think that Milwaukee would have went further? Shoot, they, them cats lost. They they were the number one team in, in their whole NBA. Um, I don't know, man. That bubble thing. I mean, that could play a factor, but at the same time, too. I mean, the Lakers. I mean, going back to my team, the Lakers, man, they're just stronger. I always thought the Western uh, Conference was always a stronger. Uh, but I do agree with you, Ron, on on the fact of, you know, it depends on where the, where, the, where everybody go at. But overall, to me, I, I seem it just seems like the Eastern was like a little more weaker link, if that makes sense. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, Milwaukee. I yeah, that was another team too that everybody was looking at Milwaukee. But I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of hard to say because you got – I mean, look at the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers are playing exceptionally well in the playoffs, but in the in the season, in the regular season, they was okay. They, You know what I'm saying? They weren't like the best. But So I don't, I don't know if I would, I would factor the bubble in. I think with LeBron, man, I think LeBron, he's so old, man. He's like our age. I think LeBron <laughs> I think LeBron just be playing with them boys just to see what they got going on. And, you know, then he just kinda take over. I don't like LeBron. I'm just being honest with y'all. <laughs> Why you Finally we can agree on like LeBron, something man. important in life. Thank you. Finally you show I your kids. I don't like LeBron. <laughs> and why I not? I just I don't, I don't like LeBron because is- it's the inconsistencies and the patches in his hair with the money that he made. It's always a pill Reese's cup situation. I just can't stand it. I, I don't mean, like LeBron because I feel like I don't know, man. I feel like he played bully ball. Like if he can't get his shot, he's just gonna go back somebody down to the cup and then he gonna shoot a layup. You know, so that don't require a whole lot of skill. That's that's just me. This is not the hey, AL. This yeah. is not the uh the, the reduced lunch podcast, and I understand that. But <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't like LeBron. Not that I don't like him. I think he's a great guy. I think he does really good with what he does. But when you done jump from so many teams, man, it just feel I just feel like you just looking for a winner instead of Setting yourself up to be a winner. I mean, you can say that about everybody. You can say that about everybody else. Who but else? Like, but, but, who? but who? Though, Ron? Who? KD. Hey, hey, yeah. you lost your face, Ron. Thank you. Take <laughs> that down. First I just want to say court. this. OKC should have stayed with Westbrook, KD. They should have gave Harden the money, and none of this stuff would have really been happening. If they'd have gave the beard the money, sports would be so different right now. I agree. I agree. Totally agree. That's what started the whole shebang of this whole big three to put this trio together, find this little this magic concept for everybody. That's what started. If they had gave the beard the money, people would have still stuck with having a nice starting lineup. And we can't really compare. We can't really compare because uh, because the nineties was so different. Like we didn't see all this happen in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Like. Everybody stayed with their teams, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't, right, I don't, classic, classic case in point is the whole Pippen Jordan 
thing. You know, I know most of everybody watched the documentary oh, yeah. from over there. If you look at that, like, look how long that man went underpaid like he did. That definitely wouldn't happen now. Yeah. But, like, people oh, just... Hell, uh, he, he, whoever, even if he was the sixth man on the court, he was going to get paid. Yeah. Because every now everybody's about self. Then everybody was trying to win a championship. So, like, right now, they got Giannis... Giannis on, on the watch. Like, they trying to figure out where he going to go. No, that, was, that was funny. They say he, he uh, unfollowed everybody on the team from Instagram. Oh, really? <laughs> but, but it's his, it's his fault. Like if if you're supposed to be that that man, like you're supposed to be that dude. Ain't nowhere in the world you're supposed to lose to Miami. What what they lost in what five six? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that that shouldn't happen, man. But he got hurt. Oh, but so he's I, only one. Right? He's only one player though. But he had some complimentary players around. My he just got hurt, man. So I, I get it. I understand it. But I mean, look at LeBron though. LeBron, LeBron. I mean, who, who did we, who do, who LeBron really had around him that was like just as equal as him? Well, that that question right there. This, I mean, maybe maybe uh, Kyrie, maybe maybe. I'll go for that. But I, was, I mean, but outside of that, I mean, LeBron, but that, that skill that you was talking about, LeBron does bring, he has a natural skill, or not even a skill, I would say more so of a talent for him to be able to get around another, a group of people and be able to uh, enhance them. I mean, look, at uh, what's his name, Rondo? I mean, like, Rondo got his, like, second. Yeah, Rondo. And got, he got his second win, win. Like, I'm talking about W-I-N-D, like, win, like, that boy been that boy been hooping, and I mean, and it makes you better when you have that person on your team that's like, let's go, let's go, versus. Yeah, I but mean, see, but, but, but Rondo, Rondo got championships under his belt. So, you know what I'm saying? So he, so like in Boston, he got, he got championships up under his belt. So he know, he know what it takes. Yeah. So, every, so once the series, he going to go off on a couple of threes that he made, but for the most part, he going to make them threes. <laughs> but Rondo wasn't a star though But Rondo wasn't a star He was a distributor Right Yeah I mean I agree with, I agree with you on that Ron I agree with you on that But you know Our, our sports part of our episode Is over for, for now if y'all, Unless y'all want to talk about it more I Personally I, I just want to kind of break the ice a little bit But What we did find was your, your boy, uh, Andre 3000, <laughs> Andre 3000, man, he got an interview, and the guy was walking up on him, and the Andre 3000 got a, a, a full matted beard with a flute. He playing on, on the street. Now, Al, that's your boy. How you feel about that? <laughs> man, let, hey, let that man live. That man out here, do, do, I mean, listen, the way, that, right. the way that he living, I'm like, I love it. I I, am, I embrace it, and I'm like, cool. He did an interview with uh, Rick Rubin uh, some months ago, and he was just oh, talking about. He was talking. Oh yeah, that's a great interview. Like one of them, one of the probably the one interview that he's done. But um, he was just talking about like the state of music, and not even the state of music, just the state of him in the music, and just his life form and everything. And it was very inspiring to see that. You know what I'm saying? Like. 
And I, I, I listened to an interview maybe a couple of days ago and they was talking about how um, it's cool to not, like for rappers to not be rappers no more. Like if you've done all your just do as a rapper, it's cool if you want to go in another lane and do other things. So I think that's so important as artists or any other field, athletes too. Like you yeah. don't have to be bound to one thing anymore. Like sky's the limit. No one is time to walk away, walk out on top opposed to being pushed out. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Man, if you look at that video, like the way like he smiled, like you can tell like he is like unbothered and he's in a different place. Like, I don't feel like you could have told him anything and like, I just don't feel like he would have been unbothered. Like he's just in this like angelic space that like I'm doing what I want to do and I'm happy with that. And how many people can say that like they can get to that level? Like that's a achievement. Right, and that's a zen. That's zen. that's literally a, a place of zen that everybody exactly. can be striving to be. Yeah. Right. That's 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 a good point. I, I said I said the same thing. Um, after I researched it and saw what he was doing in the video, then I was like, okay, that that seems like Andre. And then as I as I researched it a little bit more too, apparently he has this. Um, he has a uh, phobia. Or I don't really know what it's. I don't know what they call it, but apparently he has a thing about uh, being in the spotlight that, he, that he's just not dealing with now. So that's why he kind of just left everything. Like everybody thought initially that he just left the rap game to. Yeah. Uh... He, I mean, he, he's dealing with. I mean, well, I don't want to say dealing with something, but I guess that's for lack of a better phrase. He did speak on that on the interview with uh, Rick Rubin. Uh, just you know, some of the things that uh, he personally deals with. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I think about it too. Like it was one period of time where his mom had passed, and some other stuff too. It was just, it was just, it was a lot that you know, normal stuff that he was going through. So. Well, this is my thing you have to take into account, which is why I don't find it unusual or weird or anything like that that people will try to, I guess, categorize it to. You have to realize how much of an artist and genius he, his music really is. And then it gives you a lot more of, I guess, understanding towards the complexities that he may face of being shy or not really wanting, you know, you love what you do and you're good at what you do, but the whole, the whole, uh, what is it like limelight and all of that type of stuff, you don't necessarily want to deal with that part of, but you like making music, you like doing what you do, you like showing your creativity, but the whole publicity part and the paparazzi part, a lot of artists really don't want to deal with it. A lot of good artists don't want to deal with it. You see that a lot. And then like, what was it? Like, Love Below? He played so many instruments on that and had so much to do with that album. I don't see why people are so shocked. Right. If they I really know the artist or really, you know what I'm saying, follow his work or really listen to him. It wouldn't shock you at all. This seems like just something that he likes to do as a casual pastime, as he should. He's in mm -hmm. retirement now. 
but everybody doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like you say, like everybody that never really delves into like that. He, you know, he played all those instruments and unless, unless you're like a, a really true outcast. Well, you know, I want to say about just an outcast fan, but just a fan of his as well too. Like you really don't delve into his artistic piece of it. Like just other than him just being a rapper, but be, what's beyond what's behind that, those lyrics. Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Totally agree with both of y'all on that, man. That's uh I mean the love that that whole I like speaker box too, but the love below, like I still crank that junk like right now. Like every Valentine's Day I must play that. It's just yeah. that album. <laughs> it's That's just, the song. That's the song that you play. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh Uh oh, what'd you say? Every Fourteen. <laughs> Being you back with us, sir. I'm back, man. I'm, I don't know what happened. I tell y'all, I'm on the road, so I apologize. Yeah. But uh, let me see. Um, let me pull up the uh, the the next topic, or Next topic was the use of the word lazy. Is it only a black word? <laughs> uh, I, I really meant that though. Well, let's, let's, I, I, want, I, want to, I want to go back to Andre. I'm sorry, y'all. I want to okay, go back to Andre okay. because I, I cut off and I apologize. But like, um, like when, when you when you did when you dealing with somebody like like y'all was saying, when you dealing with somebody like him, and you at the top of your game like Jazz said, and you you just you can just drop the mic and keep it moving. But the thing about it is, he, he still looked rough. You know what I'm saying? So did he? I mean, like, in, in what? Because he had like gray in his beard, or well, yeah, I got gray in my beard too. So I'm just about to say, I'm looking at your picture. You frozen right now, but you don't look too. Should we be concerned about you? <laughs> no, Should we was, be hosting a meeting so, or intervention for you, sir? Cause you no, 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 no. I'm not saying because he got the great beard. I'm just saying, just he just it was just it was just. I guess the way that I don't know if it was the picture angle or what. It just it just seemed like he was just on something else. Like I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask a question. Now, do you remember we had this, we went to the uh, Outcast concert at Savannah State? Yeah. That was like one of the, I still remember to this day, that was one of the best times of my life. Oh, yeah. We had a good time that night, boy. That was one of the best times of my life. We had outcasts in Savannah State, and it was, a, it was a live concert. So I understand people saying, you know what, we need him to come back because that's what you want in your life. And we and we're selfish. We're, we're selfish people. And we we want what we want. So I, I, I just want to bring that up because, man, that was I, I had said Dove Shack. That's the same. Matter of fact, that's the same weekend I was driving back in the post out there and bought me, and the <laughs> and the top flew off. The top. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sunroof came off the top of the car. Oh, 95. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. We was coming up 95, like 4 o'clock in the morning, coming back home. And uh, we was riding. 
And um, they say, you know, you heard woof. And we did not know what what woof meant. Like, what the what the hell? Like, what happened? And then all you heard was a little the air. So I stuck my hand up through the top of the roof of the car, and it wasn't no, it was <laughs> the roof was gone. Car ain't got no roof. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see it. <laughs> but yo, let me um, I I was, let me speak on on what you were saying, being on that um. So when you say selfish, you mean it's selfish for uh, three thousand to not. Uh, give work or give it, give anything to his fans. Is that what you're saying? Right, because I, I I want more. I want more of that. I I I want more of him giving us more of him. I, I think I think I think you're being selfish. <laughs> I am. I am. I agree with that. I do. I, Ron, I agree mm-hmm. with that because I'm not worried about him, him and his family or his sanity. At the time, we don't even know that he even has this uh this thing he got going on. Well, see, that's my whole thing. Why why are you trying to put this on this man? If you look at his whole... It, you have to look at him as, as a whole from what you know. That's how I am. Like, If you look at his personality, his demonstration of himself, he's always did anything out of the box and against right. what people would expect of him. Exactly. So, like, he had... Which you feel like because he don't want to wear his hair pressed and curled no more? Something wrong with him because he going natural right now. Is natural? Because then when he went, then he wasn't natural when he was curling. Right. Oh, they had a problem with that. So. <laughs> well, let me um, let me uh, to even go per. Let me let me go personal on it. I like look at look at my hair situation. So like, I remember being told somebody said something, and it was like, uh, why did you wait this late in life to to grow your hair? And then my and then you know I I was like because I I never felt like I I was able to be as free as I could be right now and and me me as a person and, and as an artist I just overall I never felt that I was able to be like truly who I felt I wanted to be mm-hmm. so because you have to speak to the personality of the artistry that you represent as well as it's almost like a double life. Yeah, it is. I mean, and and that's what I'm saying. Like to to speak on me for uh, testimonial reasons. Like, like I just felt like I always was a always in submission to like everything. When it came to family, when it came to friends, all that shit. Like I always felt like I had to like quote unquote answer to them and and stay at a level of um stay at this, this ground. Acceptance, yeah. So I never, I never had a chance to really like be who I was. But when it came to hip hop, that's one of the main. That is the main reason why I got into hip hop because I felt like it was a form of expression, and I was able to express myself the way that I could. So that's why I can relate so much to Andre three thousand and the moves that he's made, even prior to him walking around with a flute. You know what I'm saying? Just sitting here in his music. The the music that he was saying and just the the, the words that he was putting together, I mean you I mean look at Andre three thousand as a as an MC, he's not necessarily putting like so many words together. I mean he's just really being very thought provoking when he's when he's talking, and that that really admired me. But he still got his point across, and he was still him. So right. um, we've seen these things happen for right. years and years and years in the evolution. So for me to see him where he's at now. And so he made the confession that he didn't want to do music no more. 
And I I was already in acceptance of it. Like, granted, I would love to hear under 50,000 album. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna front on you on that shit. Right. But for him to say, I, I'm just not in the mood to do the music, I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to enjoy what he gave us. And, you know, right. well, that's, that's, but, 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 and, and I agree, I agree with, I agree with everybody, because actually. Because if I, he, if he I, was with crowd pleasing Ben, and he just threw something out because y'all expect that of him, then when it ain't what you expect it to be, then you're going to ridicule him for that, too. So, like. No, no, no. I, I agree with all of that. And and I actually stand with him on that. I'm, I'm just bringing it up just because it's a topic. But my, my question is, my question when, when you talk about that is if, if, if that's how he feels, and I, and I get it, then, then why, why does he does features for certain artists? Like I was listening the other day when that, that, that 16 with, uh, with, with, uh, with Rick Ross. With Rick, oh my God. And then he got he got one with uh what my boy is in, on the west coast. Oh, shoot, I have man. a perfect analogy for you, Ben. But 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 that's but it is it's not that I'm upset. I, I don't want y'all. No no, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying it's, I got the perfect analogy. So when you so when you get to a certain level, or when your your when you start hosting family dinners, and your your children have come to a certain age. Should you cook the whole meal anymore, or should you just do your one banging dish that everybody really wants? That's a good point. That's a, that's a very good point. And so that's how I kind of look at it and feel about it with the music. Like he, like putting a entire album together is so much work involved. It's the it's not just the music. It's the promotion, the marketing, the publicity part that he already doesn't care for anyway, and social media and publicity is so much more than what it was back then. So if he hated it, then he's really going to hate it now. Whereas he can still put out a little, you know, give a little sweet potato pie. Oh, this person album, this person album. So you still get to enjoy a little bit of what he might be thinking or how he would do something in this era. But it's not that full commitment of him, his whole being and self. That's a, great, that's, a, that's a good point. Um, I, I want to ask this question, though, to, to kind of get off Andre, because we talked about that. But one of the things that, too, that I, that I, I was thinking about was um, 2 Chains. Apparently, 2 Chains, he, he's been kind of reaching out to Jay-Z to do an album with him. How y'all feel about that? It's like he always says, I don't, I don't have a Jay-Z album. So how, how y'all feel about that? Like he he's at a certain level where you would think that a Jay Z album would be fine, but him and Jay Z has never did an album together. You said him and t- you said you talking about two. You said two chains reached out to yeah, Jay Z. Yeah, two chains. Yeah, two chains and Jay Z. Like I, I've heard him. I I've heard him. But first, you have to. Well, I guess it depends on where your where your loyalty kind of lies and in, in how your uh. What the little what what the mountains is, the Rushmore mountain of of, of rappers and stuff kind of lie. I think that I think you have to address that before you really get into if it's really you know a big deal or not that he have a Jay Z album or not or really the validity of it. It was just some of the, the things that I was thinking about when it comes. Uh, we're going to be on a, you know, 
get to the next subject. Is there anything else about, about that? I mean, I, I can reach y'all on 33,000. Um, like I said, I'm I'm more. I'm just I'm just selfish. I want I want my daughter to come through with some with some of my music. Like I said, when I heard that in '16 with him and uh, Ross, I'm like, oh my god. When '16 ain't enough. I mean, yeah, I mean, all you know what? All his features, he got a feature with uh Anderson Park, and that that joint go like crazy. That's, that's what I was saying next. The the Anderson Park album, it's like, like really, nigga, let's go. <laughs> the way he, the, the way he got with he got one with Jesus, like from way back in the day. It's like, is that Andre? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you get excited. I, it's crazy because, like, when I used to listen to music like that, I used to always. Let me ask y'all a question. I used to always think that album number, I mean, track number nine was for certain artists. Track number nine was they was they was they uh that's what that's what they snapped on. Did, did y'all ever think about something like that? Track nine. I mean, we'll, we'll... Track, I mean, track either track nine, track eleven. I always felt like it was when I listened to certain artists. I felt like they had that one track. That was it, and so I don't I know because my dog Barney snapped on all his. I mean, if all the raindrops, uh, and lemon drops and gun drops, um, in the Barney bag. I love you, you love me. Hit after hit. There was no number nine back in the day. <laughs> but, but, but see what I'm talking about. You, so you see, so you see where I'm coming from. And for our listeners, that's my sister. So we probably them out the same hey. But do, do y'all do y'all feel what I'm saying? Um, uh, I mean, I don't think I ever looked at it like that. But I mean, that that but that it, it probably got it probably has no no it's probably no credence to it. But I mean, that's just one thing I thought about. Like certain artists, I felt like certain track numbers, that was their number one hit. Just me thinking, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I'm probably dead wrong, but you know, just one of the things I was thinking about. Yeah, I mean, it might have been just the way that they placed the placed the the track, you know, because you know, yeah. you know that's. Or the they all really a part of the Illuminati, and if you didn't put it online, <laughs> you wasn't accepted into the group. Hence why, hence why old boy want a want a Jay Z uh, track. He want to get into that. <laughs> 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 but uh, anyway, uh, Andre two thousand man. We we were talking about. I mean, not we were talking about, but one of the things we want to talk about too is the word lazy. I was just thinking about it the other day. Like, I don't ever hear white people saying another person being lazy mm. so how, how y'all feel do you, do you think that's like just a black person word or maybe back when we were slaves mm. you know because we had to do so much work mm. we called each other lazy i've never heard a white person use the word lazy yeah they just say unproductive <laughs> unproductive yeah. there we go there he's he's no, not no, no, here's the, the, the word unproductive today no. You're very slack. You're, you're very slack. Uh, <laughs> you are very slack. Um, 
but Benjamin, black people everything say, else okay? Um, your work is slacking a little bit. <laughs> is everything okay over there with you? Family doing okay? <laughs> What's going on? Productivity is a little slacking in consideration to other things. Like the, uh, office Space, the, that movie, The Office Space. <laughs> um, you, 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 you're, you didn't have enough Oh shoot! What's the name of that dang old thing? Um, never mind. I should have said. Yeah, cut that out. I'm sorry. But anyway, that's. I was wondering about that. And and do black people only use that word because it's it's so negative? I ain't. I never looked at it like that. But I mean, that's a good analyzation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I I can't think of any uh, Caucasian that has used the word lazy. Um, I just thought that was a general, a general definition. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it, but it is. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just asking because it was one of the things I just thought about. I was like, well, wait a minute. I've never heard of one. Now, now when somebody lazy, <laughs> and now when we hear the word lazy, we're gonna be ready to square up with one another. <laughs> so, so what's uh, that? Now, now I'm gonna have to square <laughs> up. So, so call somebody lazy like call him a nigga. <laughs> right, right. right. This is how the, this is this is this feels really uh. <laughs> feels now, really now if I lose, now if I lose my job this week, now I know I'm gonna call it. Then I lost my job. I, I don't got offended because somebody done called me lazy and and escalated quickly. You know, I was, I was just wondering. You know, what I'm saying because it's all the same. You know, what I'm saying either you're unproductive or you're lazy. But black people use the word lazy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe because black people don't like to use big words or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was, like when I first thought of the word, I'm like, okay. I thought it was a nice way to say get to keep from saying get off your star. <laughs> Such as you know, we, we got phrases <laughs> to speak to the same situation. So we say lazy is you know you capable of doing. You just don't want to do it. Right, right. But now I'm gonna have to look at it a little different. And go back and see who had tried me with the word lazy so I could squirt up. Cause I call, I call words now. I call you going down the roller decks. Read through some of these text messages and see. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make well, it. I, 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 I throw that word out a lot. So, I mean, ooh, I mean, ooh, <laughs> my lazy. Yeah, I throw that, I throw that around because people lazy. I know a lot of lazy people. Like, Jesus Christ, I know a lot of lazy people. I'm, I'm, I'm about I'm, to get the bill money ready for <laughs> getting the bill money ready. Yeah, I'm gonna have to fight. <laughs> they gonna call me. <laughs> what you say, man? They gonna listen to this podcast. They gonna be like, "So, Pete." <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I, when it comes, to, if I'm calling you lazy, I, ain't, I am not like trying to be cute or cut. <laughs> it's just, I mean, if you're lazy, you're lazy. Like, you know. When's the last time you called somebody lazy? Shit, yesterday. How recent? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I use that word a lot, so I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. <laughs> The thing about it is, I know it because I'm like, like Pete yes, said that a lot. Pete said that. I've heard Pete say that before. So, right, listen, <laughs> listen. Don't don't ask me for any type of service. And like, like, let's just say somebody say, 
You know, I'm looking for somebody to like mount up a TV or you know what I'm saying? Do <laughs> you know somebody? Do you know somebody who can da da da? da? And I'd be like, man, I'd be like, man, all the people I know lazy as shit. Like I just can't, I can't. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not I'm, 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 oh, see, I was, I was thinking you was calling the person, person so, asking hey, so, lazy, so they, like so, you couldn't have looked it up I yourself. I do that too. Listen, I thought I, it was that or the dis. I thought that was an excuse for the discount. That's what. That's what I thought people be. Oh no, 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 no. I no. Yesterday I told two or three people that they lazy. That was easy. <laughs> In their face, like, what's up? Like, y'all are like, y'all lazy. What the? What hey, they, Al, but, but Al, what, was they, was they all black? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> was they all, was, was they all black? They were all black, yes sir, they were. Oh! <laughs> wow! Wowzers! But you, but you didn't say, hey, you didn't say, hey, they all unproductive. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you didn't say, hey, you're really slacking in your efforts no, to find. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have time to be nice with people, man. Like, like right now, I do not. Like, we working around here, so I'm a, I tell people all day, you're lazy. Or before, <laughs> I, or before I even say lazy, I, I'll be generous and be like, hey, um, like, what's good? What's going on? Everything cool? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got some family stuff going on? That might, be, that might be the case. That might be the case, but if I if, if I see remotely some other stuff that makes it like you you could be working versus doing that, you're lazy to me. Like you you fucking up. But listen though, but 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 the, but let's go back to the question. So can, wh why are we using the word lazy versus using unproductive? Uh, I mean, because I don't want because I don't want to use big words. Because <laughs> you want to be lazy and use a four-letter word. <laughs> possibly, possibly. So people possibly. don't understand. I'm, pro <laughs> I'm unproductive. What? What is that? Because you don't, you don't want to do so many syllables, so you just go with lazy. I mean, come on, be realistic. Sometimes <laughs> you say stuff like some, some words just have a little bit more emphasis. On what you what you really trying to say? Yeah, like, I mean, exactly. Like I can't understand. <laughs> hey man, yeah, you know, right now you're being a little unproductive. Like I just don't feel like it gives the same. <laughs> as you're not gonna like, get the same reaction, yeah, or, or you're not, you're not. Like some, that like, only ignite the so fire. If you exactly, so if you call a nigga lazy, you know you're gonna get you're gonna get that that response. See, like, now you just what, took it to another level, say? though. Cause you put a nigga lazy in front of us, so now oh, you just yeah. made it racist. There you go, your there you go. Now you now now you put a, a what a double naked. You're right, double naked. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna have to square that's up. That's my point. That is that's exactly my point. That's why I brought it, it up. It was cool when it was just lazy. Nah, a nigga lazy. Nah, See? Nigga. Uh -uh. Hey. Oh my god. This is, yeah, this, I mean, this is a great thought, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna use lazy. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I have to emphasize my my uh my point by using lazy. Hey, listen. So so Al, Al, let's. <laughs> so what we gonna do is so wait. I feel like we should we should set Adrian up while he out because he has some of the best testing. Uh, personnel to use it on. He got a good mission. So I think we should send. Adrian out to investigate this. It, the word pr <laughs> unproductive. 
and lazy and see what his responses are. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> but hey, bro, you are extra. You are really unproductive today. They be like, hey, man, I, I, need, I need my yard cut. Yeah, man, that nigga's very unproductive. <laughs> Look, at, the, at, the word, at the same time, being unproductive doesn't necessarily mean that you were lazy, like in a definition. Honestly, right, because your product your level of productivity could vary based on the assignment and skills. I, I like it. I like where you're going. No, I'm going. I like it. Going. I like it. I like it. I just love how the way we break it all this shit down, yo. I love it. He's <laughs> <laughs> So, so, listen. <laughs> Y'all niggas so unproductive today. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? So, let's, let's go forward, man. So, you know, so, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> nigga be, so right so, be right here sound like T.I. and shit. Saying unproductive. Uh, you are, you are expeditionally unproductive today. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much man that's too much just say lazy <laughs> so do y'all do y'all run into situations where where somebody say something man and, and, and you you have to respond with a ready response like people come to me all the time be like hey man it's hot man hey stay stay cool out there that's 99 degrees, and I'm the mailman. It's 99 <laughs> degrees, and, and, and you got to respond back like, nigga, it's very unproductive of you to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, 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 if there's anybody on this podcast right now who will give a witty re response, it, it's got to be Miss <laughs> Jasmine. I, I would love, like, to be on the, a fly on the wall. <laughs> Because I have heard snippets of her, <laughs> like, going, saying a witty reply, and I'm over on the phone like, <laughs> So, I can just only imagine that what her, her witty replies, the, the rest of her, what she says. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because people, people will say, they'll come to you and be like, hey, man, it's hot today. And be like, uh, yeah, it is hot, but you know, it's hot as hell. Well, yes, it is hot in hell, but what the hell has got to do with what, what we're talking about right now? <laughs> oh, my question is, how y'all feel about being put on the spot? And this, this well, really, to be, honest, to be honest with you, this is a what would JB do moment because Granddad always came back with something. I okay. consider it to be a pleasure. To really? snap back, yes, because <laughs> it's always to me. It's like because see what because we'll see what you thought it was finna be. It ain't finna be none of that. And now you finna walk away with your feelings hurt because you you probably should just stay home today. Other than put me on the spot. Hey, Ron, Ron, yeah, you call. So you don't feel that pressure. None, none at all. I take it as an actual honor and a privilege to give the people what they need. Got to give the people, give the people what they want. Right. And so, as they say, you want a nigga, a nigga here now. What's up? Right. Exactly. If you call for her, 
coming. <laughs> you call for her, she coming, and she will deliver. <laughs> right on time. Your pizza yeah, is free. Because sometimes <laughs> people people do, they you know, they say dumb stuff to you, and you have to reply to so you be like, okay. It's almost like when people say, hey, um, how you doing today? I can't complain. Well, ain't nobody going to listen. Okay, well, there we go. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's just like little stuff like that where you feel like you got to come back with a, a something. So basically, everybody got to laugh at it. No, you can make it real uncomfortable, and that'll be the last time they try to add to that joke. <laughs> I think I, I think that's me. That's that's me. <laughs> now, yeah, and you know what? You know what? And, I'm, and on I'm, that too, I'm that guy. Too, not just not just jazz. But Peach, you got some good comeback. Like you, when you go very witty yourself too. I done heard you before. <laughs> so you come with the fire. You come with the heat too. Yeah, I be, I, but I be chilling. It's the face for me with Pete. Yeah, it's the yeah, face. Cause he yeah, don't like, say stuff a lot very, of time. Yeah. He just kind of look at you like, is you finished or is you done? Cause you're real stupid <laughs> right, right yeah. now. Yours is, yours is very subtle. Like you gotta kind of think. Did he just disrespect me? <laughs> You gotta, you gotta think question about yourself. You, you gotta I, question yourself my about feelings what feelings are hurt. Am I hurt or should I? <laughs> I'm <laughs> upset. In, in most <laughs> I, I should be upset right now, but listen, in most situations like that, I usually just be like, man, let me just let me find the nearest bar or let me find the nearest drink and let me get this drink and this shit. Cause I'm like, this 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 person does not want me to you know what I'm saying, to, to level up or whatever. i I totally be that. Yeah, and, and I will agree that face. Listen, the shots out to Ben for giving that name to, to, to the scow, the LP scow. Like everybody the LP scow, boy. The LP scow. <laughs> everybody knows about the LP scow. Even yesterday, same day as 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 I called somebody lazy. One of my homegirls, it was a picture online that I was in, and they hit me <laughs> on the side. It was like, Pete, you need to fix your face. And I was chilling, but I was I was literally chilling. But niggas know about that Al Pete's cow, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get it. What'd you say, Ron? Pizza Al free. Scale. Pizza is free, shit. <laughs> it's free. Pizza, yeah. The pizza is free. If he, the pizza is free. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it's... I think it just depends on the, the, the climate of, of the, the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I mean, I guess we can go back to calling it the, calling it the black, uh, the black experience. Cause you know, when two men get together, you know, we passing by each other at the store. It's like, what's good, bro, man. I can't call it, man. It be, it there you go. They'd be like, if I complain, ain't nobody going to listen. I, you know, yeah, I, I'd be like, I'd be like, all right, yeah, you right about that, brother. Da, 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 da. And then we, you, but, hey, but you feel like you got a, re- a better response than he had. <laughs> or you got a match. I don't have that cousin. You got a match. that, though. Like, you got I, a match what his response was. But my I don't feel a need to. If you say something like that, though, I'm not going to. I'm like, if you say, well, ain't nobody going to. Um, if I complain, ain't nobody gonna listen. I kind of agree because in my mind, I probably don't want to listen to you. You complain, so I'm like, sure, let's do it. Like, I'm, especially if, especially if you say that all the time. Like, man, I feel like you fit. You know, you fishing like you really want me to. Yeah, like you got yeah. something. You got really like, if you wanted something to, to me, 
I'm always the person like if you really got something to say, then like say it like you got issues or whatever. Like I'm a person to listen. And, yeah, but but Ron, and, but Ron, you 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 been in old and uh, in Hawaii though, so you know what I'm saying. When they say mahalo, you feel like sometimes they got they, you got to come back with something witty, other than mahalo. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't say some stuff there. About even if I did say it, they'll look at me like. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? But that's just because it's a cultural thing or whatever. Like they don't—they're not used to it, depending upon who it is. But, nah, I mean, oh my goodness, I say mahalo back and and keep it pushing. <laughs> Listen, man. Um, we have—we're <laughs> a little bit late, man. But um, I—I I, want to give the uh, well, all of us on, on behalf of the Granny Boys Plus One podcast. The uh, the nine eleven. We want to we want to give our, our condolences to the dead and you know everybody that, that looked out for the people when it, when it, when this happened. So the the question is, I want to know how did everybody feel when nine eleven happened? Like where were you? Do you remember where you where you were when nine eleven happened? Oh yeah, I I remember. I I was at work. It was funny because uh. Uh, I might have clocked in at like nine o'clock, and then usually I just clock in, make sure things are straight, and then I would go down to the cafe and get like breakfast. And I literally, when I walked, wait, 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 let's go back. So you clocked in only to go down and get breakfast, and you were still on the clock. Wait, yes, wait, wait. Now, now, see, now see listen. Now that's unproductive. That's unproductive. That's hey, you are, you are unproductive. <laughs> That was me being unproductive, straight up. <laughs> there are no there, yeah, we there. There are no rights and wrongs to that. Is I was just, you know. <laughs> and that's still in time. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I went to the cafe, man, and like you know, you know, most cafes got TVs and stuff in it. But I, for, I remember looking up, and when I looked up, I seen like the first plane going. At, for I don't know why the the. It, I don't know why the shot was even there, but I saw the first plane like go into the building. I'm like, are they crazy? I'm like, what is this? And then, you know, after that, the second building came. I mean, the second plane came and just seeing that unravel at, I want to say I might, I was like, shoot, 20, 21. So seeing something like that happen, I was just like, like, wow. And then just seeing everything unravel and just thinking about, the people that were in there. And, you know, I'm real big on like news and media. So I was like following everything and just looking at everything that was occurring. And it, it was it was just a sad moment, man. It was a sad moment in, in, in America. But I remember that vividly. What about you, Ronzo? Um, I definitely remember where I was. Um, I was in school, I think like, Probably first period, yeah, first period, and you were still in high school. Yeah, yeah, that was my senior year. That was just that, just kind of what started my senior year. Um, maybe like a month or a couple of weeks into my senior year, and um, I just remember like somebody coming to, running into our um our class was like planes hit the, you know, the towers. And like people was like, huh? Like what what's what's up or whatever? And then I remember 
one one of the um somebody came and got one of the students and it was like they had to go home or whatever and found out like their um I think it was like an aunt that they worked in the towers. So like their parents got them out of school or whatever. So they, they their parent their aunt actually died, you know, during the nine eleven attack. So yeah. What about you, sissy? Because if Brian was still in school, you were still in school. So I was actually getting ready for school when it happened. Okay. Uh, the the thing about it though, not so much just for me, is like where I was when it came on the news. Um, for me, it was the night before. I couldn't sleep, and I always remember this dream. I ain't gonna get into too much of it, but um. I had this dream like two nights before where I actually had a dream with Granny in it, which was really very, very weird. And, um, but anyway, this is kind of like everything that was happening in that dream with Granny. She was kind of like saying that I would, I would know stuff and I would experience stuff and some people would believe me and some people wouldn't. It was like this, you know, just like a weird dream. And I'm like, okay. Then a few nights later, I was on the phone. I was on the phone um, talking to to one of my friends. And I mean, it it was like we we hours in the morning sneaking on the phone, ain't got no business. And we just talking about stuff like, and I just told, I just started talking out. I was like, yeah. And I described to him the whole situation that was finna happen. And he was like, I ain't never heard. He was like, so you, you mean something like two planes just for the go? I was like, I'm telling you, I, like, I, I, I don't know if I was dreaming or if I was, like, I can't really explain it, but it just felt like this is something's going to happen today like this. And so I ended up telling him, you know, pretty much what, what I guess I envisioned or dreamt, whatever it was. And then all I remember was my phone, like, blowing up. And he was like, do you know when I'm going to die? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, everything you was talking about last night, Jazz is on the news. And I was like, wait, what? Like, because it really was out of out of sight, out of mind. For, I can't read, re- like, I knew what, what I had said once he brought it back to my memory. But it was like, yeah, so like, you know, deja vu, prophetic, whatever. But I guess that's when it, I really kind of came into acknowledgement. Like, uh, I don't know what my grandma gave me what gifts or you know whatever she prayed for me to have but i kind of knew then that i had it and like that, that was a big part of me so it, it was a little a little different for me on my take of it but i was getting ready for school when it actually happened and we still went to school anyway which is very weird in retrospect now like shouldn't the schools have shut down immediately and everybody go home but i guess they figured not there well, I, I was, I was, when i uh, so it doesn't matter I was growing, I was actually in Miami at the time. I was I was visiting my cousin and I was coming back and I had to go, I had to get back home and um, I had to get back home and matter of fact, I was at FCCJ at the time. I had to get back so I could uh, go to class. And I remember seeing it and I had to take my little cousin to school. And I was like, you know, I dropped them off and I'm coming back, but you can you can hear it was all on the news. It was all on the radio and all that type of stuff. And I was like, you know, did they they cancel school and all this other stuff? And I just couldn't believe it. Like, what the hell just happened? 
And then when I finally got home, you saw it, and it was like, man, what the F? Like, you, you, you don't believe that type of stuff. And then automatically, I started thinking to myself, like, what would I have done if I was in one of those planes? Man, like, I, I think about that. Uh, I, I used to think about that a lot, too. Like, yeah. what, if, what if I was in that plan? What if I was in that building more so? Nothing that you really Man, you, you saw, you saw Yeah, I think my whole thing, I don't even think I could ever phantom what to do with the plane. I Being on the plane, I think it's overwhelming to even think what you have done in the tower. You know, you have a certain amount of window to maybe try to hide, try to take a precaution, try to take an exit. Like, what do you do? Yeah. You got a certain amount of the whole structure just collapse. What can you really do? Right. And then the thing about it, too, like, unless you, like, really really saw the plane coming in or whatever like what no uh, uh, what 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 happened like okay you know something hit your building and especially if you couldn't really necessarily see what happened and you didn't see it like you don't know in a sense what happened like you just know something's going on you need to try to get to some type of safety you don't even know what type of window that you even have right so that's another aspect of it to be like well, what would you have done like and that time span, like, do you even know if you even knew what happened? Like, yeah, I don't. know. When you think about it, you just don't. You don't know. I mean, you can always try to prepare, but you, you can't prepare for that. I mean, I remember seeing people jumping out of the window. You a hundred floors. You a hundred floors up, and you just jump into your death. Like, and the only and the only reason why you're jumping is because you don't want to get burned up. Yeah. That, that's a, a heck of a, a choice to have to make. Right. So that's that's definitely when you say choosing make. choosing between the lesser evils. But you know, I gotta ask the question because we kind of we talked about this a few pods back or whatever. But with conspiracy theory, now this this many years later, you had time to reflect. A lot of stuff that came out. Where do you guys stand with it? Do you feel like it was all generated in in house? Was it? What, what's your stance on it? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, this, this is me talking. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to get out of this. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. Because I'm, I'm not big on conspiracies. But at the same time, you just you, you don't know. Like, there's so many evil people that, that, that basically do things for their own gain. Like like our POTUS that we got right now, you just you just don't know. I mean, I'm just being I mean, honest. I, you just, you my 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 take on it, and because of the type of like type of job that that I do that I'm exposed to, like there are a lot of things that I think that people on the higher up like know that they may know that's coming up, but there are a million different threats too to us as a society on a daily basis on a daily basis yes and not even a daily basis you know within even with even an hour with even in five minutes right right? you have people that you given all of these different scenarios what's the best one or what in a sense what what Which one can really pull it right, off? Right, right real, like in a, in a society, like what are you willing to sacrifice? And whether that sometimes that sacrifice is American life, 
if it's going to save 95% of the population here, but 5% are going to have to, to, to perish, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that sometimes those, that's a those choice. Those are real COVID. Those are real COVID uh, suggestions. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I won't even say that, but now you said, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the that's, that's a the real point, situation. Bro. That's a great. That's a that's a really good point. That's a great point. You just don't need for the greater good. It's, it comes to the greater you know, good, like for the greater productive good. thinking, yeah. productive thinking. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so you can't have no lazy people thinking of <laughs> you can't have no lazy people thinking about this thing, man. But that's but that's a great, that's an excellent point, Ron. I mean, you don't really think about that as much as I as much as I don't like this guy that we got in in office right now. He's the one making the decisions and. Some some of these decisions he's making actually is okay. It's just it's him making the decision. Right. It's, yeah, that's and that's the importance of I mean, going back to a whole bunch of things about, you know, voting and not just important on presidency, but also people that are in, you know, ex- an executive branch and judicial and legislative. Those are what we need to focus on, not necessarily the presidency. Yeah, they the make local. like final calls, you know, locals as well too, local yeah. elections as well too. But we we learned about that in school about executive, judicial, and legislative. But we didn't really pay attention, you know, really pay attention. Those are what's really because we it really don't matter who we got in like necessarily in in office and no in that particular one position. Like we had Obama in there, but there's a lot of stuff that he couldn't get past Senate because of who was in office, who else was in those senators and congressmen that are in. I say that. I I say that all the time, man. When when you actually when you when you're when you're sitting home when you're listening to these people, they're trying to get elected, and they say, "I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that," and then you think about them when they get in, we couldn't do that because the Democrats wouldn't 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 help us with this or you know or the republicans was holding this up but wait a minute bro because you said you was gonna do this when you got in office but you need help you could you couldn't do it on your own but when you was running for office you told me that you was gonna do this and you was gonna do that that's why you have to research and know what these people are selling you because i mean ultimately that's what it is it's part of their their sales package and you got to know if somebody's selling you a, a bold-faced lie, they telling you that they gonna make sure you get health care. Are they really in the position to do that? Will their exactly. vote even matter? Do they have a voice in that conversation? How can they promise you something you that go. they don't even actively participate right. in? But that's up to us to make right. sure we're looking into it. Right. You be like, you know what? That's a judicial issue. You can't make a decision. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you you got to do, do with that. About that. Right. That's that's a great point. Well, cousins and sis, we about we about to wrap it up because we've been we've been on this for a minute, so we're not gonna um, get everything we wanted to get. But before we actually went live, and I know Alice is gonna edit this, um, Jasmine and and I think Ron, if I'm not mistaken, y'all have some good points on um on what what's her name again? I can't. I always I, I get her name wrong. Ginsburg. Yeah. Notorious. So if y'all don't mind, if y'all don't mind kind of speaking on what, what she meant to 
just society in general. Just give us an out, outline, or just give us tell us tell us give educate what we the people that we got listening. Educate us on on who she was and what she represented. Well, basically, what I'll say is it kind of ties right into what we were just kind of on the tail end of her death being a huge hit, impossible backtrack in a lot of the fight that has helped progress in equality for gender um, concerns, and that being um, foremost women in equality and rights, as well as uh, lesbian, gay, LGBT, the whole community with the alphabets. I don't want to leave nobody out. But um, (laughs) (laughs) so she's like just her whole point of being her appointment means a great deal because it happened during a time when women were silenced and the fact that she she actually was a part of making the actual um supreme court a third voice it helps not only just as women but it helps to show diversity because and that means they had to bring in some color people too you know just had to shake things up and start making the constitution and justice system reflect the american people which was not just a white male and so her resistance and her whole um presence of being a part of these things really helped to put the voice in the conversation about things that were going on and she has i mean there are so many quotes by her that just it's not that there it's not that it's so deep it just makes sense like one thing that she that right. people quote a lot about is like um one thing i'm um, paraphrasing she basically said the whole bench could be full of full of women, women and people yeah. would think that that was, was weird but nobody thought it was a problem when it was all yeah. white men Right, exactly. Right, and just things, things of that nature, things to make you go home and, and, and provoke thought as to why is it this way? This really doesn't reflect what we say in this constitution about, which is nothing new to us as black people for sure. But um, just her whole input on that and like I said, trying to stand up and voice that. She's very, very, very prominent in pushing um for sexual harassment against women, especially in the workplace. Um, I mean, yeah. she definitely speaks to, to men as well, sexual, sexual harassment in its yep. equality, but um, that was a real big thing that she really stood behind and really backed. And so her seat being empty this close to elections is very detrimental for um, Potters to, to go ahead and just put whoever he wants in there because that has a little, a, a lot more power than whoever the next president is. A lot of stuff yeah, that goes really on does. with that is going to be all about ruled it's on. All about that right. So if he's kind of able, and he has the the ability to a certain extent to just put whoever he wants in there. And so right. the bench look, looks a little bit more lenient. You take, you know, less female, less, you know, that, that she was a person, just as Ruth was a person who people really can know and relate to that she is for us. She's really attempting to, to make sure that some sense is being made on that judicial level. So, right. What about and, you? you know, how, how you feel? I mean, just the, I got some things that like that she's done. I think that many people really don't, I mean, they're, you know, they're in act now and 
they don't really even know that like, she had a lot to do with it and um the right to sign a mortgage without a man um right. the right to have a bank account without a male co-signer right the right to have a job without being discriminated based on your gender and the right for women to be pregnant have kids and work like i think yeah. I th- it was one point i saw like she had to almost conceal at one point that uh one of her pregnancies um which you know what i'm saying now you might think well that's kind of that's crazy but not just a few i mean couple decades ago when you had women had to do that so yeah, to keep their job to keep their livelihood just, to feed right their just children. to keep their yeah. right just to keep their livelihood so she's done uh you know, a game for a lot of, of, of for women and, and just for society, you know, in general, like we, I mean, she was advocating for some, you know, things that happen for men as well too. So this seat is, you know, this empty seat is really important. And you, now you have, you know, Mitch McConnell, like I think it was a, well, who died before in 2016 and they wanted to, he was like all against um appointing somebody into waiting for a while. The now, Obama's like, election was over. Now it's like, oh no, holds barn. Yeah, sure. Right, right. She ain't right even away. Been laid. You know what I'm saying? She, ain't she, cold. She, she ain't even cold yet. And he's talking about, oh, let's we need to get this vacancy, you know, feel let's let's get somebody nominated, you know. So that right there, if you need to you need we need to pay attention, like that tells you the importance of, of that. her if, seat. Yeah, of her seat that tells and that, you right that also tells you of the threat that she was because that being people right been on exactly that for a in a long time they have been like one i you know i started hearing like kind of the news about like she was going you know having these um you know well she had, she had a couple before. like scared mm-hmm. but at this point i think this last bit like i knew like you could kind of tell like something was up or whatever and she was a strong woman to work through all of this but that back then they were plotting before then and now it's just you know it's just really showing his face so it's very important that we need to pay attention to this and how important it is i think um first of all um and it's al i know you're there and i'm I'm not minimizing uh your importance on this podcast but it's very important for us for our younger podcast members our, our younger cousins my my sister they, they, they got their ears to the street on this type of thing. And it's, it's very important to understand what's, what's what. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I appreciate y'all because y'all are very dedicated and y'all are very, like, y'all got a lot. Y'all, y'all understand what it is. And it, some, everybody don't know. You know what I'm saying? Everybody doesn't know what's going on. And y'all just, y'all just hit me to a lot of stuff. So I want to say thank you to the both of you, Rod and Jazz. And I appreciate y'all giving us that knowledge because otherwise we just we just wouldn't know. And um, that's 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 man, that's that's a that's a good thing. So we go we gonna close everything out tonight. Did anybody have anything else they wanted to add? No, I don't have nothing. Um, great show as always. And um, yeah, thanks yeah, to everybody. Yeah. Thanks to everybody who listens. Um, greatly appreciate that for sure. Yes, sir. Yeah, Jazz and Robin, that was those were some very good takes, and I, I, I appreciate that because y'all said some things I didn't know anything about because I, I move so much that you sometimes you just don't know. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate y'all lending y'all knowledge to to what we 
so I, what I didn't know. Like, for the uh, shameless plug for for the the listeners or those who are a little bit more interested, just by um, that coming up, there is there there are quite a few movies on Xfinity and your Fire Sticks <clears throat> that you can watch to to educate yourself on her life and some of the things that she's done. Um, I think what is it called? Um, something something on the basis of gen, uh, sex of gender basis or something like that. Uh, can't think of the full name of the movie, but it's something to that effect. If you put in her initials in your search remote, you'll see a whole lot of stuff that come up. And I mean, but but she she's means, a very she, interesting. She means things. Hmm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jazz. I'm I'm just saying she she means a lot. Just her name in general means things. Um, I think one is on the basis of sex. Yeah, that's what it is. On the basis of sex. That's a documentary. Well, that's a movie about her life, and then there was another one with just her initials where she kind of gives more in-depth about it and she's jewish so there is it's always a, a good a good hoop to hear some of their lifestyles and their stories as well because it's a lot that comes with that culture too mm-hmm. I'm and, gonna ask y'all and she was and she was german which i didn't know that i re, I, I was like german and jewish right and that's, that's crazy that's, so let me let me i'm gonna ask y'all a question real quick and i'm i'm sorry i said what's gonna, gonna um just wrap it up but one of the questions so what is the what's the the parallel between her and and notorious big that was during like it was during a actual event that took place and she kind of refused to she refused to bow into what was going on i can't remember the actual but they kind of they they deemed her that because of her fight and her tenacity towards the situation and how she handled it. I think that was, I think it was on the voting rights. It was on a voting right or something. And yeah, like how she said, she was, didn't really, you know, back down. So somebody quoted her as, you know, the notorious RBG. So if y'all listen to us, understand we, we don't just be doing a shit for, for kicks and giggles. We do have a, a lot of um we we're smart. <laughs> I got my cousin and my sister and they, they know things. You know, we, we we may not always be based on just you know social social issues. I drink and I know well, things. Well, let me go back. We own social <laughs> issues. Say, Ron. I said I drink. Say, Ron. I I drink and I know things. <laughs> but either way it goes, we is that's that's a great point too. I'm sorry, <laughs> but either way it goes, um, they like we 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 educated. They're more educated than than I am, and but we don't just look at certain certain aspects. We 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 can really give you some some good knowledge about different things that we have going on. So let's listen to the podcast. Any, anybody else got anything else they want to say? Yeah, I, I don't have nothing. I'm good. I mean, you know, I'm I mirror what I what I said earlier. Um yeah. I am I am I am good. good, man. I listen, man, I, I really appreciate the, the talk we had today. And then we have more stuff to talk about, but sometimes we just don't have enough time in the day to, to have those conversations. 
and I appreciate everybody that that was on here. Um, Jazz and Ron, boy, y'all, you know, y'all sharp. I'm, I would say, like my dad say, y'all sharp, man. <laughs> y'all, y'all did y'all mm-hmm. thing, cause I've I've learned, and I appreciate y'all being a part of us. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I don't have anything to do with it, but you know, hey, it is what it is. So who gonna, who gonna pray us up out of here? I nominate Jazz to pray us out of here. <laughs> Let's go. Heavenly Father, we come to you today giving you thanksgiving and praise. Thank you for another day. Thank you for life, health, portions of strength. God, we just thank you that everything is flowing in motion as it should because as you have ordained it, we ask that you continue to be with us as we start this fresh new week. Give us fresh eyes, fresh perspective, fresh energy, fresh direction to make good choices that will impact and affect our future for the better. We just ask that you continue to bond and mold us as our relationships grow with one another. Help us to keep each other encouraged and lifted up. And we thank you for family, and we thank you for love. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I had a song I wanted to play, but I'm not sure I want to play it anymore. <laughs> Remember I said that, said that, uh, that uh, song when, when, the, when the white guy got knocked out? Oh, try Jesus. Yeah, yeah. try Jesus. I'm not sure if I, but you know, let's play, play that. Let's play it. <laughs> play that. It's so witty. It's so fitting. That's, that's very try witty. Jesus. Right. Try, try Jesus. Don't right. try don't, me. Don't try RBG. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. That go right. RBG too. I think that will be really fitting. <laughs> right. <laughs> try Jesus. Don't try me. Because I fight. <laughs> I love that. Hands. <laughs> I throw hands. <laughs> hey, man, I love each and every one of y'all, Jazz. Thank you for coming back. Where I appreciate you and I love you. We got we got to get my nephew over to the house. I'm sorry. Um, love y'all we'll, boys, too. Love you. Yeah, we, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll be there in a minute. Love you, Ronzo. Love you. Al Pete. Yes, love sir. you, man. Yeah, love y'all, man. Y'all be great. All right, all the time, man. Y'all be easy now. All right. All right, yo. Try Jesus, not me. Cause I throw hands. Try Jesus, please don't try me. Because I fight. Touch me or mine, we gon' have to scrap. So, try Jesus, please don't try me, because I fight. I have no problem laying these hands. Try Jesus, don't try me. Cause I throw hands 
Try Jesus Please don't try me Because I'm fine Sit right with me. So try Jesus. Please don't try me. Cause I find I have no problem.